Disclaimer. The hosts of this podcast, Timothy Patrick and Will Foley, are by no means professionals. However, having lived experience with mental illness themselves, they have gained useful perspectives on common mental health issues that some of us struggle to overcome on a daily basis. By sharing their stories, they hope to create connection. By creating connection, they hope to help you find your purpose. And through purpose, we can all begin to build the foundations for positive mental health. This is the Above Ground Podcast. Are you ready to lace up your boots, throw up your horns, and jump into the pit? Then let's stomp the stigmas of mental illness. It's time for Above Ground Podcast. Now, Will Foley and Timothy Patrick. Hey, what is up, everyone? Welcome to Above Ground Podcast. Above Above Ground Ground Podcast. Because you can't serve below. You know who that is. You down with TPP. Yeah, you know me. What's up, everyone? Welcome to yet another episode. It's 2021. Holy shit. Wow, we made it. We did make it. How another the fuck did year. We, how the fuck did we make it? Uh, smoke and mirrors. <laughs> yeah, you're not kidding. Smoke and mirrors. Wow. <laughs> we made it because uh, we, uh, we are resilient. Um, because we believe in what we're doing. We believe in ourselves and help each other out. And we, we have some pretty good friends, um, and people that help us out with the podcast too. That is true. And tonight we're actually, uh, it's crazy that we're recording our first episode here in, in Foley headquarters. Uh, some (laughs) stuff has come up, so we had to adjust some things on the fly and I'm testing the waters for the first time. And 2021 is going to be the year of, of all kinds of resiliency and new things, man. Mm-hmm. New things. That's what it's 2021 about. 2021 is about testing the waters. Testing the water. There you go. Testing the waters. But you know what happens? Make sure it's not dirty water. Dirty water full of rupee <laughs> and sausage. <laughs> um, we get into new things, and oftentimes those old feedback loops start to play. Mm. And... Do we set ourselves up for failure? Do we set ourselves up to self-destruct? Is that a possibility? Like, what what are we going to answer tonight? Is that what we're going to talk about? Yeah, I don't know if we're going to answer anything, but we're definitely going to talk about, um, yeah, do we set ourselves up for failure? You know, is it is it is it like do we spend our early years constructing self-destruction? Oh, I think we definitely do. I think that's. I think that's the biggest part of our self-destruction is that we set ourselves up because of those old records that keep dropping in the Olympic jukebox. And I think unless you start to actually look at those records and start to clear out the ones that are all scratched and all DJed up, you know, after being mm-hmm. spun around and scratched and warped, warped, yeah, like, yeah. you know, they've been sitting out in the sun too long or out yeah. in the shed too long, man, I think, I think those feedback loops that you keep getting can cause yourself to just fall back into those patterns. And then if you have a self-destructive pattern, they can really wreak havoc in that, in that dome of yours, man, that, that, that thunder dome that you got going on. It's, (laughs) you know, I agree. I agree. So I, I guess, yeah. So it's just, it's just kind of, um, kind of, kind of just, like the idea was like, you know, that question is, do we set ourselves up for failure? Because I, I see a lot of people kind of 
uh, how should I put this, shitting in their pants, um, knowing that they shit their pants, saying that it smells, but then sitting in that shit. That's true. We do sit in our shit oftentimes. So it's like sometimes I, I wonder if, you know, some people don't know any better, you know, which I was one of those people. I didn't know that there were certain um, certain tools existed, certain um, strategies, I guess you could say, to help the process, you know. Well, that's what we're all about here on Above Ground Podcast is figuring out strategies and right. sharing strategies. And sharing them with the... With the above ground orchestra. Now, granted, that that self-destructive pattern like can lead to some very dark, dark places. And what happens when you find those dark places? And does that lead to depression? Does that depression lead to a bigger hole? Does that hole lead to a darkness that you just can't seem to get any light into? Hmm. And... Is there a reason, though, do you think, is it just human nature that we don't want to look into those caves and those dark places to figure out why we don't we have these patterns and we don't mm. want to question them? I don't know if I would say it's human behavior. Like, it's, I don't think it's, like, genetically wired that way. I think it's just uh, more of an indoctrination. You know what I mean? I think it's just growing up and, you know, we all do it. You know, you, you have a, a child and... You don't want anything bad to happen to that child, you know. So sometimes you may, you know, there's no there's no books on how to parent a child or parent three ch- children. So you just kind of go off the whim, you know. Sometimes you you might be a little overprotective. Sometimes you don't want them to, you know, go outside and play in the mud or whatever it is, just because you're worried. You know what I mean? It's like you think about it when when your child gets to 16 years old. You know, there's a point in time where she's gonna want to get a license. I mean, oh Jesus! Exactly. Yeah. Let's not even a, talk about. That I know, yet. but what what I'm saying is like so, so it's like so you you try to, you you try to do the right thing, and I'm not saying it, it, that anybody's doing the wrong thing. It's just it it's it's the way. Maybe it, 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 I don't even think it is the way that we go about it. I think it's just like when you're a you know younger teenager or whatever, and you, and you're told no, and or not even told no, just say hey, look it, you know, like basically. Like, my son always says, I worry about everything. And I'm like, I don't worry necessarily about everything. I'm just trying to... I go over the scenarios in my head and say, like, hey, you know, make sure your phone's on. You know, make sure you're here at this time kind of thing. A check-in. Because, you just, unfortunately, with, with the way the world is these days, you just don't know. You know, and maybe some of it... Well, I'm sure a lot of it's my anxiety, you know, for sure. But... Again, whatever it, it may be, it's it's kind of putting it on him, and then he is going to take that information however he perceives it, and it's going to go in his brain. So it's well, sure. But I, when I think about like what I was doing when I was, you know, before cell phones, like mm-hmm. and now I think that that's part of it, mm-hmm. though. I think that's part of our anxiety has grown because we're so connected that we can reach out to anybody at any time. And I think that carrying that little box in your pocket doesn't help the situation as much as it is. It creates a safety net because you can always check in. It also creates this, you know, this anxiety anyway. Right. And it amplifies the anxiety enough to where. But at the same time, it could be a it could be like you said, there's some positive. It could be a positive tool. You know, it could be like. There could be times like I guess the question is the same thing with in general is like, why do we what are the variables? Like, why do we 
why is suicide an option for some people? Why why do we um, you know set ourselves up for failure? Is it is it like already in us, or is it like what are the variables? Like why do we? Well, I think continue I think, down that path. I guess I think some of that stuff can be learned, and then some of it is imitated. Right now, the contagion, the suicide contagion that they have found in certain cycles of things like they they did find that that has happened where you know a group of friends make this quote unquote suicide pact and one will like there's been some of that but i i i think that you get to that point um i think there's a different level that you get to at least in my own in my own experience of of having that thought of dying is that you get to this different level of darkness and your brain creates this this almost flypaper that doesn't allow you to to see anything mm-hmm. but that empty way out hmm. and i don't I, I and and it is it's you're almost you're almost geared to self-destruct. Yeah, I mean, we do have the brain's got a negative bias, so maybe that does have a lot to do with it. Well, and I think that and I think that does have a lot to do with it. Is I think that that negative bias does create that perfect scenario for some people to to travel down that road, man. Mm-hmm. I think like you know the the brain is like a computer, I guess you could say, with you know like with hardware and computers. It, it, they can get viruses so the brain can get a virus and then when the brain gets sick you know what what kind of a function is going to happen lower capacity slower bogged down that kind of thing so when we get a virus of the mind we see things and understand things through that virus oh so yeah and you can't help but see anything through that right, virus right right yeah and we, it's yeah, you don't and know. it's that that we have these we we see through shit colored glasses mm-hmm. and the only thing that you can see is the shit <laughs> because there's yeah. no way to clean the lenses and you have to have other there has to be a system for you to clean the lenses and a way for you to clean the lenses whether that's taken and in but when you're in the throes of that self-destructive mode it's hard to pull yourself out of that to where right. to where you can see that Oh wait a second! I'm I'm traveling down a really treacherous path, man. Because it's not like you know when you're when you're traversing the mountain of depression or whatever whatever thing it is that you're traversing, whether it just happens to be an incident, a trauma, a, a you know an event or something. Um, you know when you're mountain climbing, you already can see the mountain in front of you. You may not see all the spots to put your fingers, but you know it's a mountain. You know it's a mountain. So it's a little bit easier to look at because you chose to climb the mountain. Right. It's different. It's different. You're right. You you made that the perfect thing. You chose. You you got up in the morning. You put on boots and a a light jacket or whatever. You packed a bag, and you were kind of ready. You knew what you were going to get into. Right. You got your ropes. You got your your, uh, those Blaze or the, whatever the, they are. The, the blaze and the, yeah, I don't yeah, yeah. I forget what they're called. There and you got your you know you got your mountain climbing shoes on right right and you got your chalk and you know you've got your tools you got your your tool belt man and it, you can you kind of know what you're going into if you're gonna do something that crazy. I mean it's got to be amazing, but it's damn I can't even think about that. But yeah, but 
when you're in the throes of a crisis, you kind of you can forget all about those tools. Well, that's yeah, exactly, and that's the thing. It's like what? Well, you know what? Why don't we would take a little detour, like because you said crisis. What for you? What is crisis? Crisis is getting to the point of not being able to find anything that remotely shakes the scenario like crisis is when you are out of options are out of options and and I think that that's why that's why when you we talk about suicide and we talk about suicide on this podcast a lot okay but I think when you feel like you've run out of options and you feel like you are trapped and it would be easier not to wake up than it would be to stay awake, you you cross a threshold sometimes that you can't get back over. Mm. Now, I'm not saying that that it's it's impossible to get out of I mean, if if you're in the act of it, that's a completely different question. Mm-hmm. However, leading up to that, and when we talk about crisis, we're talking about that. When does that thought start to become manifest, and when do you manifest that? Now, that could be part of it too, though. If you live in a constant feeling of of not having enough, of feeling less than a, you know what I mean. If you yeah. live in that constant that constant feeling of not being enough, not having enough, not seeing a way up, then that creates this constant loop of right. I'm and never going to get out of it. Go and, back to the goggles. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. That, that the virus of the mind is making you have these thoughts, but the, the thoughts and the perspective may not be rooted in fact. You know, it may not even really be our own true thoughts because it's filtered through the lenses of that you were, you know. Absolutely. And it might, you know, and again, everything is filtered through those glasses. Yeah. Everything is. It's 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 in, it's impossible to not be. Hmm. Interesting. Now, granted, you know, when do you pull the butt? When does when do you hit the self-destruct button? Hmm. I mean, are you constantly on the path? And is that button in your pocket where you're like, yeah, I think you different know? Pe- for different people. Yeah, I do think that. Absolutely. You know, have you been experiencing this in the last recently and in, in yeah. recent times? No, um, no, I don't think so. No, I think again, I think there's always that that cloud. You know, what I mean, there's that cloud in the sky that, you know, sometimes you don't realize it's there. And then, like, you know, you have some some good days and you might like just look off to the left and be like, Ooh, there's that cloud. So, you know, it's a little bit of that, um, looming, looming, uh, kind of like, kind of like being out on a ledge and looking down and going, Oh, Hey, there's not not quite that, but there's some danger. Yeah. Not quite to that, but this is more of like, you know, knowing the ledge is there, but not, not getting to the ledge. All right. Yeah. No, no, I just, I just, you know, it's, it's, I hear, I see a lot of different people who are suffering with things and are are just kind of, you know, uh, I don't know if I want to say headed down the wrong path or just 
just might need some assistance, you know, maybe some help with tools or some knowledge that, you know what, this this is going to pass. And it not only is it going to pass, but like you have to kind of actively, you know, seek help to get to make it pass. But it can indeed pass. Yeah, you have to actively help yourself. Yeah. However, though, sometimes you just need somebody. Well, sure. To, you need, yeah. to just not even offer the suggestions. True. To just listen. And that's that's like a big thing that that we'll cover in some episodes in the upcoming weeks about holding space. Because mm-hmm. I, I thought holding space was one thing, but holding space is really not just that. It's it's a totally different there's a little bit more involved in it and there's actually some processes in it and and stuff. But I didn't realize that, you know, sometimes and and you know, Sean Wellington said it best sometimes you need to just shut the fuck up and listen mm-hmm. man that's that's what they that's what people really want yeah it's it's kind of true you know which you know i guess uh we all kind of want to be heard you know everybody wants to be heard but they want to feel like they've been heard and that's that's a big thing like that's a big thing and not it's like being acknowledged or validated well that's yeah we'll talk <laughs> yeah we'll talk about that in another episode about acknowledgement versus validation yeah, and, a, and the other stuff. Cause there's a lot of things that I did not realize were wrapped up in, in things, you know, you'd start to realize that, that, you know, that, that mandala has got a lot of different colors and shapes in it and they're all kind of related to things, man. It's, yeah. you know, it's like a, it's like a diamond. Yeah. There's all facets, those cuts. There's many know, facets to it. Depending on where the light is shining, what angle you're at. It's, yeah, this stuff's tricky, you know, and I think that's another reason why we do what we do is because, um, you know, it's like we we stayed up late playing Zelda and we beat the, you know, we beat the game and we beat the boss and we want to share our tips with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I never played Zelda, I, so. Well, I did, actually, but I, I just, I don't know why I picked Zelda. Wow. You're aging yourself, man. That's all right. Age brings wisdom. That's true. Age brings wisdom. Whether you whether you listen to your <laughs> yeah, own wisdom or I'm not. I'm going to go with that. I'm just going to say that. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> but so age age brings now if if age brings wisdom, does wisdom bring perspective? Or can Yeah. I think well, so. do you but does it really? Or is perspective something that you have to figure out? I mean, you can have well, wisdom. Figuring it out would be part of the wisdom, wouldn't it, though? Uh, the knowledge. To... I think you can have the wisdom yeah, to know something is one thing, but still not have the perspective to see that you're out of yeah, step but with in it. With time, with time, though, I think you know this is as we all know, this is a journey, you know, and 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 sometimes you start climbing up that mountain, and either you get tired, you you may even lose your footing and lose your you know lose your way, your grip. You know, and you get set back a little bit, but you try to, again, it, this, again, unfortunately, it kind of falls back on the person, and you have to say, geez, you know, I, I last time I reached for this rock, I, I went this way, and I reached, you know, and grabbed it with this, so maybe if I go the other way and try it again, and kind of having insight and, you know, working on that that side of it, like the facts, I guess, and, and gaining perspective through through the learning process. I think it's hard to see the fa- you can see the facts and still look at it through your own jaded lens though. Oh sure. And yeah. that I think is uh and I think that that's a, a a thing for another 
Like, that's why you have the distorted vision that you have. Yeah. And that's why you may not see a way out of certain things. I mean, if you're, you know, if all of a sudden, you know, you're, you lose your job, you're, you're, you, you, you're spinning out of control. You don't know what to do. Right. Right. I mean, and, and, and where, you know, where does it stop? Like, where do you stop and, and take a, take a breath and, and say, okay, this may not be as bad as it seems. Yeah. I mean, again, it's, I think, you know, if possibly if you have, if you're lucky enough to have a struggle buddy, you know, sometimes they can kind of just go, Hey, Hey, let's, you know, let's, let's, you know, kind of take it for what it is. Let's look at the situation. Like, you know, game's not over. We're going to get through this and I'll help you with what you need. Yeah. Maybe the struggle buddy just needs to ride the bus with you and hang out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's part of um, sharing space, you know, holding space. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think so. You know, again, everybody's different. I think it depending on that person, you know, depending on the scenario even. You know, if 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 a situation calls for um, your struggle buddy getting on the bus and riding it with you for a little bit, then, you know, the problem is, is you got to, it's one of those, um, you know, if you're at 30% and your struggle buddy's at, 50%, you know, you got like 80% going on there. So it's like true that two be, heads so are better than one well, scenario. Well, yeah, but but at the same time, like again, if you are at like 20% and your struggle buddy's at 20%, you know, it could be a <laughs> you know, right. a fair weathered ride on that bus. That's true. And I think and I I don't necessarily know if if at if you're both at that down point. I don't know if you actually can help one another. Yeah, no, all the time. Right. Yeah, I think no. I think you wind up sh- stirring in the same stew. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where yeah, it's just a bigger pot of yep, the stew for sure. I mean that that's you know that that that's a factor. I guess you know for sure is like having um, connection. You know, connection to individuals or whatever. Hanging out with um, a group of people that are you know I guess I'll use the word decent humans and you know like you know it's it's like I I see somebody like even that I don't know. I see somebody and they're like telling their story in, on on like resilience and how they achieved this and now they're doing this and I'm like, "Yes, like kick ass. That's awesome. Kudos to you." And I don't even know you. Like I get excited. You know what I mean? So it's like you need to find people like that. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, surrounding yourself with with people who have already done something that you want to do is is actually a proven method to try to get your to you oh. to, f- for you to get to that point nice yeah yeah i didn't and, even look at it that way yeah and it, and it, it and can be a big help but if you're in if you're in the shit stew it can also be a big hindrance because you could start comparing yourself and it's awfully hard to get out of that comparison that comparison cycle comparison is the quickest way to an unhappy life uh, it is but it's awfully it's hard a terrible terrible thing it is but i think that we're so maniacally programmed to compare ourselves. You're right. You're and right. again, that comes with indoctrination, I yeah, think. Yeah, absolutely. Know, I think there's That's 100% indoctrination. There's some indoctrination 100%. stuff going on in there yep. that you just don't necessarily... The only person you should be comparing yourself to is yourself from yesterday and making making sure you use the same ruler that you use all the time. Don't use anybody else's ruler. But where do you? how do you come up with that ruler? 
That's that's your own exactly. You, right, you but, create it. But what? Ha- how do you create it though? That's well, when you're in the right mindset, you can say to yourself like. Is it setting goals? Yeah, is it, absolutely. Is it, I was just going to say. Is like, it write vision down, boarding? Write is down, it, it's all like, that. Is it all that? All is that. it everything? It's all that. It's whatever worked for you. But yeah, absolutely. Journaling. Write down you know, three things today that you want to see yourself accomplish in the next two weeks. Whether it be put the dishes away, whether it be get a, a, a new, new set of tires for your car, whatever it is. It doesn't have to be grand. It doesn't have to be huge. It can be something free. It can be smiling at your neighbor. It could be saying hi or holding the door for somebody. But write it down, and once you accomplish it, you're going to have the satisfaction of checking that off your list and going, huh, okay, you know, I may not be that worthless, and I can, you know, do some things throughout a day and, you know, make some make some things happen. You that's know? A, yeah, that's 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 good. That's good. It's getting yourself into that frame of mind oh, to be sure. able to do that. Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it, put it this way. If it was easy, everyone would be doing it, right? Well, that's true. We wouldn't be, <laughs> we we wouldn't wouldn't be a, here. We wouldn't have a podcast <laughs> if everybody was doing it. <laughs> and neither would, neither would, neither would 180,000 other podcasts. Yeah, exactly. Either. Exactly. You know, and we wouldn't be getting inundated with, with, you know, programs and classes. And we wouldn't be taking all these right. things yeah. and learning all these yeah. things. Yep. You're right. You're right. <laughs> the flow is, uh, it's a little different here in the studio today. It's all right. It's just, it's just different. It's like, it's weird. I'm like just, all I, laid I, back. I just don't want to move and get my, uh, I, I feel like I have to, I need like a brace and just sit here like this. Yeah, you don't though, because you're coming through nice and clear. So all if right. you hear us talking about EQ and stuff, it's just because I'm actually recording everything all at once tonight. And I'm used to just... When we're at the Hallam Halls, which, first of all, big shout out to Will Hallam for doing Thanks, all the stuff that w- he's done for us all year. Because Tim and I, when we record a lot of episodes together, just him and I, we're at, we're at Will's because Will is so awesome at letting us use his stuff. And he likes being a part of it, even though he's, even though he's not really, doesn't want his picture up on anything or whatever. But big shout out to him and uh, stuff. But. Um, I'm also learning how to do stuff at home, so I'm trying to get everything sounding good. But it's kind of difficult to look at m- monitors and talk and do all the other stuff. But it, it does go to show I'm actually not freaking out like no. I thought I would I know. Be. I, I was going to say, be, it seems like we're going, you're like relaxing. Was, I'm like, was, what's going on here? I thought I'd be freaking out by going, I don't know if this is going to sound mm. good. <laughs> but see, that's that's the cognitive distortion in my brain. Right. And that's you know that's that you know and holy shit that's there's but you know what what I've what I've what I've kind of gathered for me at least myself just because when you said that it it, it something happened today the same thing and I was like but then I said I stopped and I I kind of paused and assessed and was like okay well I'm using I'm using something that past scenarios I'm using like thing reactions whatever that. I'm using things from the past that have happened in the past, okay, and I'm putting it now onto this new situation, and it's not really fair, you know what I mean? So I, I can, it's basically I'm saying like you can have these cognitive distortions and stuff, and 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 you know don't beat yourself up and go, geez, I can't, I have cognitive. It's like I just kind of was like, I mean, I'm not saying I can do this all cognitive the time. Cognitive distortion man, I'm yeah. cognitive right. distortion man, right? But I'm not saying I can do it all the time, but I was able to do it today, and I was like, I kind of just, w- like, paused and was like, okay, well, you know, th- yeah, that, that stuff 
all happened in the past, and maybe it will happen again. But right now, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm just going to, you know, if it happens, it happens, and I'll deal with it when it happens. But right now, I'm not going to worry about it. Yeah, and I was, I like, when I brought this up today, and I was like, I'm like, man. And I was <laughs> expecting, I was expecting a different reaction also. From me? From you, and I was expecting a different reaction from me, too, oh. because, like, I even got home to get everything set up. And you I was sounded like, cool and into us. So I, I, like, I was worried at first, but I was like, hey, I'll do it if he will. So that's oh, why yeah, I just, yeah. I kind of no, let I it do for a little bit. And you're like, oh, yeah, we're doing it. I'm like, all right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, and I, it, it took us, it actually, and I didn't propose it at first because I didn't even think about it. I didn't either. So and I, and did. then I was like, wait a second. What, what am I doing? I bought all this stuff for, <laughs> I bought all this stuff. So I got to test, I got to put it out. I got to put it to the test. And some of it's not living up to my <laughs> some of it's not so will got up to home my... basically long story short will got home put on the rocky soundtrack and he was That's downstairs right. yeah gonna fly around. now and, <laughs> and i was gonna fly now. <laughs> except up, i'm not really flying and he's like upstairs the way eating I'm raw eggs, flying. drinking raw eggs drinking raw eggs you know <laughs> running up and down the stairs now so here's a great story all right and see sometimes even talking about mental health like you can talk about mental health all you want, but you might as well talk about something that makes you happy. Oh yeah, yeah. So, r- the original Rocky movie mm-hmm. was actually the f- second movie that I ever saw at a movie theater. Nice. Wow. Jaws was the first, and Rocky was the second, and it happened to be in the same summer within a few months. How of old one were you with Jaws? You remember? Yeah, dude, I was uh, four. <laughs> it was nineteen seventy-six. Well, yeah, that, it yeah. was the bicentennial year. And uh, Rocky came out in '76, and we went to Hot Dog Charlie's. Like I, uh, yeah. Wow, you have a damn good memory. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, when I was four, you didn't. We didn't go to the movies very right, often, so it was, so it yeah, was a big out, thing. Yeah. And Jaws, of course, was a huge thing because Jaws was re-released for like a month in the summer of '76 because it had such a huge run in 75 that they brought it back for the summer Hmm. and my dad was like we got to go see it and which you know i don't know if you know that was the smartest thing for parents and four-year-old but i loved it it was the best you know i'm so happy i'm oh my god it's it's such a big part but so rocky and rocky was uh in the same movie theater at, at Proctor's and Troy anybody's from the 518 you'll hear about Proctor's you know about Proctor's and Troy and I, I was, uh, we were outside and like three fire trucks rolled up to Proctor's lights. This, the night of the, the, the movie. Oh, in, and they all run into the movie theater. They all ran into the movie theater. And I was thinking that the theater was on fire. I thought the theater was on fire and I thought we weren't going to get to see the movie. Well, they come out and it was actually a flood. There was some, there was some flooding in the theater, but no I way. didn't know that at the time. I didn't know that. Well, at the that's time. what happens when you watch Jaws in 3D. so they there was some flooding or something in in part of the theater and i got and this is and actually kind of brings some insight that that might have been like one of my first real anxiety moments i didn't want to go in the theater i started freaking out and i was crying and my parents were like oh no we're going we're here you know it took a it took a while to get to the movies like we had to take a taxi and you know, get to Troy from where we lived and stuff. So it was like right, a big right. deal to get there. So it, we were going no matter what. 
And the whole the whole ten minutes before the intro, I was like a mess. Then all of a sudden that theme started playing. The opening part of that theme, the the the, the, the fanfare part yeah. of it, dude. You want to see a kid just flip on a dime yeah that was me like that music <laughs> that music that soundtrack is such a big part of me that's cool forever that soundtrack the rocky soundtrack is is such an amazing piece of music that bill connie wrote that it just it fills me with like it fills me with vim and vigor man <laughs> like so when you, we talk about when we talk about getting out of out of bad patterns Put on some good music, man. Dance around your house. Oh, yeah. Dance around your house like nobody's watching because nobody is watching. Nobody gives a shit, man. Dance around your house like Will danced when he was five years old. That's right, man. Do it. Run up with and down his, the stairs. With his Rocky underoos on. Rocky underoos. Wow, I wish I had Rocky underoos. I know. Did you have underoos when you were a kid? Hell, yeah, I did. Lone Ranger. Uh, uh, I don't know. Whatever they had, man. Masters of the Universe. I think I had Shazam. Nice. I did. Definitely did. Because they had. But the I sh- think they were the only pair that Some I had. Some of them had the shirts, remember? Yeah, they did. Yeah. And I had one with the shirt because yeah. I had the I had the lightning bolt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had I had Star Wars uh, uh, curtains and stuff. Like, I had some cool stuff, man. I was, you know, being, being a small child in the 70s was cool. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Is, is he here? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The devil has arrived. Uh, see, being at my house, you never know what you're going to find. Yeah. Tim's favorite Tim's favorite uh, animal in the world right. is Fernando. Being Fernando right has there. arrived. Here, wait, check. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know what he's doing. I love right. these. Like, it's great when we can have, like, normal conversations. What do you mean? We don't? During the... <laughs> no. <laughs> Why, you're saying we don't normally? No, we do, but it's it's cool and like this this new year is is going to be we're going to we're going to bring some new things to light, man. We're going to bring some new ideas. We're going to do some really cool stuff. Uh in the upcoming weeks, man, we got some cool interviews coming up. Yeah, definitely. Uh Sean Wellington from Suicide Noted is going to be uh our first interview of of 2021. And then Valerie Brasso from Toronto, she's a mental health advocate. She is a kick-ass uh, kick-ass uh, chick out there, man. She's awesome. Uh, she'll be our our second interview in in January. So we got some really cool stuff coming up, man. Yeah, some great stories, some great conversations with some great people for sure. So make sure those cognitive distortions turn that distortion down a little bit, man. Yeah, turn it down. What would you suggest? Like, how would you? I I say you know one of the things that I'm starting to learn about is breathing, and not breathing just to meditate, but breathing to breathe. Like right, breathing yeah. is a holotropic breathing is this is this system of breathing that was developed by Stanislav Grof to induce almost a psychedelic reaction, <laughs> <laughs> a psychedelic reaction. And um, I, I'm getting into it like Wim Hof, the Iceman, like he's got this really cool breathing technique that I've been starting to experiment with and I'm. I'm starting to keep a little log of doing it, but I've been having, I have to watch. Yeah, I mean, the, he's, he's a bit extreme, but yeah. Well, he's a bit extreme because I hate the cold, man. So I'm not like, I, I can't take cold shot like that shit. Just, it hurts. It hurts my he body. Warms, yeah. He warms up his body by doing I that. know it's crazy. It's crazy. It but crazy. I, I decided to try it and check it out. So it's, 
you know, we'll, as the year goes on, we'll talk more about some of these methods that are happening and yeah. things. But, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, if, if I think I think one of the keys is, too, is if you are able to if you have some kind of um, connectedness to individuals or or a struggle buddy, you know, maybe they could even lend you a hand in, in recognizing it, because obviously when we do it, we don't always recognize it especially if we don't know about it. But if someone can tell us ahead of time, like, hey, you know, is that really true kind of thing? But, and, it, and if they if they can help out a little bit, then great, you know. But there's also, um, you know, family, community type thing, you know, to kind of get involved in that. Um, you know, pay attention to your sleeping patterns, your eating, habern, eating habits. habits. Eating habits, those eating, eating habits are a big thing. Cause I I know. Why don't you start with me, Fernando. I know I know when I'm indulging in a lot of shit. Like I have that sugar I have that sugar thing going on. Dude, why are you? <laughs> <laughs> Fernando, do you want to sign off? <laughs> oh, Fernando. <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> we had we 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 had a uh, special appearance by a guest tonight that we didn't expect. Fernando, Fernando, Fernando. made an ex- Fernando Give it up for Fernando, everybody. Woo, Fernando. Hey, Fernando. <laughs> well, with, with that, um, I guess I'll just say uh, be well. Be safe. Be above. above.